guess what? I just put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, though, how about you, guess what? I just put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? Still got control, how about you? Guess what? Race against your doubt, a lot of y'all ain't running fast enough. I can spot a fate before we even finish dapping up. Clapping when they win, but when I win, they never clap it up. Parents' marriage crumble, so I told my mama, pack it up. Eating till I'm fat enough. Rise again like Lazarus. They be thinking what I'm saying, tell me how you mad at us. Ooh, this pussy's good as fuck, it's tempting not to wrap it up. Bitch, I'm about to block you, cause that shit's gonna have me acting up. Pass the blunt and laugh it up and celebrate my life. I want roses when I'm living, not just roses when I die. This ain't something I was given, had to take it, make it mine. Stay on offense, keep on winning, gotta make it, take it mine I got many checks, I'm swimming in it Henny sex, be hitting different Heavy chest when Nipsey didn't Make it through, give me a minute Damn Only thinking vertical Run the marathon from top to bottom Roll some personals McLaren's a convertible My Porsche's name is Percival I studied this shit inside out But I am not reversible Living way too purposeful My values ain't coercible You made a hit but shit You probably still not reimbursable Money every Friday Indie catalog I'm versatile My throwaways are hits for you One day I might be merciful Shooting for the stars I never hesitate I'm versatile Y'all be with the common folk I'm at the private terminal Guess what? Yeah. I just put my logo in my pool Guess what? I just made a porno in the booth Guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, though, how about you, guess what? I just put my logo in my pool, guess what? I just made a porno in the booth, guess what? They be taking photos when I move, guess what? I still got control, how about you, guess what? Spend a quarter million on the coupe, guess what? Met Gala hundred for the soup, bless us We burning, never call a truce So you never want a problem, just a legend How I move, brush. me and Russ Coming like we drink Snoop Six form Impala, just the way we play with Lou Big bank baller in a paint, I'm known to shoot Dosie and Gabbana, of us, how she be the move It's no love for haters, so far from neighbors Six chain swinging, make it so hard on traders Start off at Avis, now it's the latest Made top five in the South, he the greatest Thought I was minor, my thoughts were major Call it designer, sharp as a razor Yo shit declining, thought it was phasers Call it vagina, your Uber is waiting Guess what, I just put my logo in my pool, guess what I just made a porno in the booth, guess what They be taking photos when I move, guess what I still got control, how about you, guess what Mic check, mic check. You know what it is, baby THC. Back at it again. It's your main man, the bronze panther, the Dominican Clark Kent, the unidentified Hispanic male, aka the modern day Tarzan Young T. Swole, but don't call me Kerchak. What it do, man? Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, and we back. And we back. Uh huh. Yeah, and you know what it is, man. It's your boy Zig, aka Zigbar, aka Zig Newton, aka Z Rabbit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And guess where we at? Where we always at? At the Icebox Studios, aka I C. Speaking of Mike, bro. You know what it is. Winner, baby, Icy. V1 on the way. V1 on the way. Uh V1 on the way. Act right out right now. Shout out. (laughs) I've been this bitch, bro. Uh huh. You already know. Shout out KCP.com. Make sure you get one. Yeah, man, yo, shout out to the dog Case, bro. Yo, yeah, he doing big things. Big things. They just hit a hundred hoodies too, man. That's Word big, up. bro. That's dope. That's big. First month out. I like that. I like that. Yo, shout out to the homies over at the Apply Pressure LLC. You know what it is, man. THC. 
Yo, we got a special guest, man. A good friend of mine, yo. A friend of the show, yo. I got my dog, yo. Well, Mr. Mr. Grab and Go, is it? Yeah, Mr. 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 Get Up and Go. Mr. Get Up, get up and Go. go. Yo, that's, right. that's what it is, yo. My next door neighbor, my weaver, my yeah, boy, man. yo, Lion, a.k.a. L. What's good, baby? What's going on, man? Yeah, Thanks how are you? You know, of course, bro. Thanks. I appreciate you for pulling up, man. Thank you, Zig. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. No doubt. Nah, of course, no doubt. So we, you know, we we out here grinding. You know, uh, you, you're a dude that when I had the first conversation with you, bro, I was mystified because, first of all, we have so much in common. And it's crazy because there, I'm not gonna lie. There's a bit of an age difference between us, bro. But you like you like my 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 next door neighbor, older brother, bro. Real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, hell yeah, man. Yeah. You you done been through a lot too. The Black Forest Gump. Bro. Yo, that's the Black Forest Gump. I like that. I like it. I like it. Nah, man. You 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 done been through a lot and you've seen a lot in your in your in your years. Let's say, bro. Like. You got a decorated what twenty one years in it in the yeah, military twenty one twenty one years in the military. military Thank bro. you for your service, Yo, brother. Appreciate Thank your you. service, brother. Nah, nah. First and foremost, I know you had a couple of stints out in in Iraq, right? Yeah, yeah. I did a year in Iraq. Yeah. Damn, that's yeah. crazy. Um, you also have a background in security IT. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. My background's in uh, network engineering. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Network I, engineering. I, um, Data networks. Okay, okay. Um, security is always a factor in that, right? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah of um, course. So, yeah, data security and parlayed it later into a later career we'll talk about, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Cannabis, but uh, yeah, that's Which is another data, segue data into uh, what we, we want to call this in the most uh, dignified manner horticulture. Horticulture. <laughs> horticulture. <laughs> botany. Um, herbology studies. Growing plants. Uh, marijuana studies. We could say, yeah, bro. Yeah. Let's let's talk yeah. about that. You even took a couple of courses at Rutgers University, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. Yeah. Well. Um, let's be honest. I think my life goal, uh, my life ambition is just to grow the perfect plant one day. Mm-hmm. Ah. You know, where is legal, folks? Where is legal? Um, and I think in that journey, uh, I, I was just interested in plant science. It's one of those things where I kind of wish I paid more attention in science class when I was younger. Um, but now playing catch up and having a better appreciation for. Uh, plant science and its role in our ecology, and where we live, the more you study plants, I can appreciate that. The more you yeah. study plants, the, the more you learn about yourself and people and how people move around the earth because we we move in symbiosis with plants. We're part. I like of that. that ecosystem. We eat them. We energy. Eat, we need them for energy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the sun I, feeds I, the plants. The plants feed us. I see a lot of positive things on the the raw alkaline or the raw vegan diet. Yeah. Uh, and it's strictly just getting your your supplements and nutrients from from plants, you know, in the raw form, not being cooked. Um, just if anything, just minor additives, nothing with um, with uh, with gluten or uh, GMOs. So, right. so the plant I mean, growth hormones. Right. That's honestly, yeah. I've seen like I've read a lot of a lot of positive things and the benefits that it does, especially for the body for curing itself. But that's neither here nor there, yo. But again, like that just goes to show the the breadth and, and the range of the the things that you've been involved yeah, in in your life because it's all connected. Yeah, it, it, it's I, all connected. I, I like that. But uh, yeah, so you know, life happened. Um, I ended up caregiving for my mom. Um, who had a stroke five years ago? I'm glad she's still with us. You know she's what? still feisty. Let's let's take it back way way to the beginning. To the beginning. Uh, uh, yeah. So you you grew wait, up wait, in. What do you know about me? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So 
Growing up in Plainfield, right? Fair. Yep. Um, you uh, didn't graduate from Plainfield High School, but you were, you were there for like a what, a year or two? Well, I went to Plainfield. I, went to, I moved to Piscataway. I'm Got you. Okay. High school in Piscataway. P-Way, you Got know. You. So shout out to P-Way class. Shout out to oh, P-Way. I got to represent Newark because that's where I was born. I, and okay. I, so I right. weekends and okay. my, I, my summers. Damn, you all over you know, the place. You from Newark. I stayed man. in Newark long it's enough to know better. I know how to move around there. He knows it, yeah. Okay. I know how to move around Newark. Okay. There you go. Newark. Shout out to Brick City. I have a, a passion for Brick City. In North, I like so that. Always take it home. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Let's I, talk I, about your your beginnings, bro. So, yeah. so you know, I spent you know got out, spent time in the military. Um, what made you go into the military? Military. My dad was in the military. My okay. grandpa was in the military. Okay. I had to get the hell out of my mom's house. <laughs> gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I, I come from a. Hey, you want you want to be grown? Hey. That's you going? Right. Yeah. 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 I hear so, that. I hear that. Um, yeah. I joined military. No regrets. Um, Gave me a great foundation. Twenty one. Yeah, got my yeah, man. <laughs> Twenty one yeah. years. Yeah, bro, that's crazy to me. But uh, salute fat, but, to you, and again, thank you for your yeah, service. Thank you, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. It was a good. I mean, the relationships I built in the military, like that's the best thing. Yeah, that's unbreakable. You know, nah, the relationships you, you build, a, uh, um, the camaraderie. You know, I think if they made Congress serve together mm-hmm. the way they and, and put them under military regulation, they get a lot oh, more done. Yeah, bro. Um, it's amazing because, you know, there's so many constraints in the military that force you to be the best that you can be. And then you take that and you, you honestly, at now 44 years old, I'll be 44 in April. But at 44, I just retired um, from the military five years ago. I feel, four years ago, I feel like uh, I found my Superman. You know, like the military gave me a great foundation um, to, you know, it, it, it makes you not, not just bad and combative, but like bad in the boardroom. Bad in the in the in the meetings when you when you're you know I spent some of my career as enlisted then I became an officer and you get to lead and you understand what leadership looks like mm-hmm. you know even if you're not perfect it, it transcends into your your corporate life and whatever you do whatever you touch ownership you, you take, I feel is you know, one thing that yeah. a lot of people get out of the out of the military you know total accountability and responsibility exactly not only for just your part but just for the entirety of the situation. Yeah for the effort of moving past it and coming up with a solution right. to, you know, correct something. Improvise, adapt, and overcome. Bro, you listen, yeah. you know Jocko Willink? No. He's a uh, a decorated uh, military veteran. Okay. And he does a, he actually started after he got out of the military, a uh, consulting company okay. with him and a couple of his buddies. He was actually... Um, just in a bunch of just high pressure situations, one of the books that he's, uh, he actually just recently came out with a book. I forget the name, but one of the other books that he has come out with is Extreme Ownership, dude. Mm-hmm. And right. it is, it is Absolutely. a hardcore book. And he also tell, talks about some of the um, experiences he had in the military in which he was in such a high pressure situation and every millisecond was life or death, one of them being he was uh, on top of a rooftop. I think it was like in Afghanistan. And I'm sure that you can relate. The buildings are very close apart, and sometimes like the maps that you're given don't always identify all the buildings because they might be hidden or next to another. Or something got blown up since the map was made. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so uh, his group, his like platoon was on a roof, right. and a tank of friendlies was rolling by right now they had misidentified the building that he was at and they saw like shadows and movement so friendlies were shooting at him 
a turret mounted like yeah. tank was shooting yeah. at him yeah. and his people and yeah. they're all like FMJ bullets so they're piercing through the cement and the concrete yeah. so with the chain of communication uh, as he was explaining it he had to reach the uh, communications guy in his group have him reach out to another person yeah. who will then reach out to the group that's on the ground shooting to him to tell him to cease fire. Now, that right. is way too much time in order for that to happen, to get them to stop firing, because, again, it was shredding the building to shit, and yeah. they could have died at any given second. He somehow knew the communication line, jumped straight to the people who were ground and said, cease fire, friendly, cease okay. fire, cease fire, and... They were able to like stop wow. shooting at him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Wow. But that's a type of situation that yeah. like forces you like and I feel like have you been in any type of situation like that without going too much into detail? Because I know there's some things. Yeah. But like <laughs> in, in in moments where you're forced to just ex, you know, just take that that ownership, you know what I'm saying? Or just like a high pressure situation that demanded a lot from you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean And how how would you oh say that that's God, I feel like I'm in a job you. interview now. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 it was like in a, a stress that's situation, job, on, what would you do? Give me push ups right now. Can I just get my direct deposit for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, life will throw that at you. I mean, yeah, I mean, I could just, bro, that's been my life. <laughs> that's been my life. You know, you take lemons and you make lemonade. Um, mm -hmm. You make uh, lion And, and, and boy. it's just, <laughs> it, it, what it is is, it, you know what, you know, I had, I would tell you this, I had a, I, I had a mentor. One, you're never too old for a mentor. Yo, that is that. the truth, bro. I uh, mentorship yep. comes from every direction, up, down, below. You, I can see you're a mentor. You've given me good advice, bro, right? Stop. Vice versa, um, my yeah. brother. You know what so, it is. So, I mean, you know, I had a mentor give me the one basic, like, whatever, like, just make the best of it. Like, you know, make the best of it. Um, he 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 would just say so crazy. He was like, you know, and, and, and no offense to nobody, he would say, you know, if I went out and got AIDS, I would become the best AIDS counselor I could be. And, and he meant, <laughs> it, and, and I understand where he was coming from when he said that. Um, you trying to tell me something, bro? If my man offered me a piece, uh, of yeah, I'll take a piece. He's like, yo, <laughs> damn, like the man, you trying to take the old pack. <laughs> I, I want the mic smelling nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. You yeah, because my mouth is kind of dry. Um, but yeah, is and honestly, you know what? Let me tell you something. And I didn't want to go in on my mom. My mom's doing great. I'm glad she's alive. She's in a wheelchair. It's not the end of the world. I mean, she has a mind. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, it happened overnight. I was on military duty. I was on military duty. I was getting up in the morning, going to PT like five in the morning. I was down in Georgia. This is year twenty one. Yeah, this is like year twenty actually. Okay, this is year before I retired. And um, my mom calls me at like five in the morning, and she goes, "I passed out." And I'm like, "What?" I was like, "You drank too much," <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. I was joining with her, and the more I talked to her, I was like, "Why?" You know, she said, "I can't move." And that day forward, life changed forever. Because she went into a situation, you know, I've never dealt with stroke before. You guys are pretty young. You may see it in your lifetime, people you know. It affects everybody differently. But long story short, it wasn't long that I realized everything about what I was doing and my goals, my life goals had to change. At the time, you know, my civilian career, because I was in the reserve, so I had a civilian career. I was selling real estate in Manhattan. I was living in Harlem. 
Harlem, Harlem, Harlem is wait, my. Wait, wait, wait. Is this is this is, this is this my gentrify home. Harlem or is this like it is Harlem. Harlem? Oh look, Harlem is one big melting pot. Let's be yeah, gentrified. You can't it's you can't avoid it. Yeah. Well, it's not two sections, but I mean, well, I mean there's like, gentrification immersion throughout. Yeah. I sold real estate there, so I actually moved rentals. I did rental properties there, and so I was a, a tool of gentrification. I was part of the problem. <laughs> um, I, I was. I was real estate agent in Harlem. You know, I showed whoever was qualified. Ownership. I appreciate the fact that he not said brown. that. Right. I mean, some of them were. I, I had the pleasure to work with some great people. You know, it's about the money. Let's be real. Yeah. It's about who can afford to live there. I was living there. Um, so I, I had a room that was every bit of eight by six feet, and I was paying $850 a month. Granted, my roommates, it was a three-bedroom. They were almost never there, almost every week, and I had to place myself. Right. Made things better, but I, I was paying for a box, mm-hmm. $350. But that's what I did. Um, I quickly learned, you know, selling real estate, doing rentals, going door to door. You don't know who you're going to meet when that door opens. Yeah. Um, I've, seen, I've seen Broadway people. I've seen actors and actresses in Broadway sleeping on their friends' couches. Most you famous know? person you've seen doing real estate. I don't know. Um, I like to keep some of my interactions confidential. I mean, I'm serious. <laughs> Man, I mean, don't I, nobody's super crazy, but I'm probably people that are more regular, like Alvin and Ellie artists, you know, Lion King artists. Okay, um, okay, yeah. A lot of Broadway people, dancers. Um, everyday artists, working people. Right. But you might see their name on lights, but it doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily transcend to like their economy, right, or their finances. Right, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. That's my, I think that's the point I'm getting at. Like, And what I like about a place like Harlem, which is, it, it, it's my spiritual home. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Harlem is like, I, I love that place. I still, my girl lives there. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I, I love to go back there. Oh, my mom is here because in New Jersey, this is where I work. So, but, uh, what were we talking about? I just lost track. This. <laughs> just talking about real estate. We're talking Harlem. about real estate, yeah. right? So the gentrification. Got at the time you were doing yeah. that, uh, when you were getting the call from your mom. Yeah. So I had to. I had to leave the reserves. All I had to leave all that. I was having fun in Harlem. Um, in Harlem, you can get up at three in the morning and find a crowded bar, or something to do, somewhere to eat, somewhere mm-hmm. to play. It's, it's always on. My man it's loves always Harlem. On. Yeah. It's always on. Yo, Poppy, I want a, I want a coffee and, uh, you know, an oatmil cookie at 2 in the morning. I go and you see the and fucking go gato go chilling on the bread and shit, bro. Look, look at that beef patty, you Yo, Poppy, why that cat always chilling on that fucking bread, bro? He's where he lives. <laughs> I hate, he don't bother me. I don't bother right, him. Man. And I even now, like, when I go stay the weekends at my girlfriend's house, when I do... I love getting up in the morning. I walk the dogs. I go, they let me in on a bodega with the dog and I get my coffee. And they know me. And I'm not even there. Like, nah, there yeah. once a month. But the brother know me. You know, I feel like he knows me, you know? Poppy always makes you feel at home, right? <laughs> That's facts. So, yeah. So, I, I had to uproot from that and um, do it was right, move closer to my mom and take care of her. But uh, I took lemons. I made lemonade, man. That Come back to cannabis and how I got in the industry. I made. I literally. It's nothing. I've never in my life had to not wonder where my money was coming from. In the military, you know you got a job next. Day. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Even in, in corporate, you know the corporate jobs I had, I knew I was pretty secure. But stepping out on your own, that uncertainty and not knowing, is like one of the biggest challenges you have. And okay. 
I'm living in my mom's basement on an air mattress. And uh, I'm living on my mom's, in my mom's basement in an air mattress. And I'm literally like, yo, what is my next move? Yo, I'm almost 40. Like, this is crazy. Like, right, right, I'm right. supposed to have a mansion by now, right? I had the house. <laughs> I had the houses. I had rental property. We talked about that. Yeah, of course. But here I am. Now I need to figure it out. And I got hurt. I got to put in front of all of this. But what I did was... That's um, real. That's a real life situation. What, what, I, what I did was I reinvent myself. Do something new. Do something different. You're already down. So at this point, did lose. you already have the the background in, in IT? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah. That's years going back. I've, I, that was my background, 15 years in technology. But you can't do that and take care of a disabled person. My mom, her 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 nah, medical appointments come up. I'm there, bro. Nah, that's yeah, fact. like I can't. Oh, sorry, <laughs> hold this server. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. I can't do hold that. This so server. I had to reinvent <laughs> my career. I had to reinvent it. Right, you had to do something like, completely okay, different. So I um I took a job chopping at a local dispensary here in New Jersey. I won't hey, say the name. Yo, we don't have no clearance. No, that's a fact. They'll 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 No, they did not release that. But I do work at a dispensary. I've been there for three years, and it's given me amazing insight, amazing experience. Um, I started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Hey. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, aside from that, I've consulted with uh, groups, and I won't get too specific about that, but I've, I've consulted with multiple um, um, companies in helping them, assisting them with the application process. I mean, I won't get too specific, specific about who those companies are either because I don't have their clearance. But um, I've worked on two me- medical marijuana dispensary applications, uh, and one in Pennsylvania, actually three here in New Jersey. Um, and I come to them with a, a, a trifecta of experience, which made me the perfect co-applicant. Right. Um, one being my military experience, uh, two being a minority, because to tomorrow's or today's cannabis companies and cannabis industry, where it's going is going towards a place where minorities um, need to have vestment because of because of the the history of people of color and natural right. and cannabis. Right. So now and all of that. This kind of goes hand in hand. Like, what do you think should happen, though? Because now I appreciate the fact that you bring the the minority inclusion aspect right. into all this. Right. Now, how does this fare in part to, to people who have been incarcerated, who've got records for, you know, nonviolent right. and petty, you know, right. marijuana use right. or just possession? Right. Uh, you you want to... Uh, I know one thing that you had mentioned uh, off mic is reparations. Right. So... What do yeah. you think? Well, we'll we'll get into that. Uh-huh. I mean, because you know we're learning with reparations is a big conversation now. Um, and and you know people, I I remember the Dave Chappelle episode. I don't know if you guys remember. This is something more of my my era, not too long ago. Well, but everybody knows. Well, we all know Chappelle. Know Dave Chappelle. One of his original show, episodes when he's like uh, when it was reparations day, mm-hmm. and he was like, "I'm rich, bitch," and he, you know, yeah. Yeah. On. yeah, yeah, right. And 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 some people, you know, I could see people of color envisioning that and heck I wouldn't mind a check either but the truth is that reparations will come in so many different forms and forms of opportunity the opportunity is like a baseball is thrown at you but are you ready to catch it you have the catcher's man to catch that opportunity when it comes towards you Mm -hmm. right 
And for me, I think I'm fortunate enough to be able to capitalize on some of that. Um, because I, I just, again, I, I think the, the veteran opportunity, the veteran experience I have, um, my experience in technology, I've mapped out, I've laid out networks. How coincidental, you know. Right. I'm used to giving me an office space of, you know, 10,000 square feet, like line, I'm going to shove 300 people in here to work, make it talk, light it up. Give it wireless. Give it a. Circuit. Now you also do like the, so, the cameras as well. Every, well, everything, everything that beeps, wow. everything that has an IP address, a network device, wow. right? The cameras have like the network. card scanners, fobs, all Does that stuff. Does it have stuff. an IP address? If it beeps, I make it. I bring it on. That's what network engineers do, or a network engineer builds an infrastructure. Yeah, I, I don't want to get geeked out with, with the conversation, but basically build a core network so everybody can come in, plug in, and talk, mm -hmm. and, and work. So I, I have that experience. Um, did that both for the military and civilian side. So when I was presented with the opportunity, hey, you know, we need a minority invest, someone who's minority invested to be part of this investment opportunity, who has this experience that you can lend. I, you know, you know. That's stupendous. Yeah, so it, it's, it's, been, it's having the catcher's mitt, but I think everybody can do that. Oh, you know, I get a lot of conversations. Um, a lot of people come to me and say, hey, Lion, you know, I hear you work at the dispensary. Like, how can I get a job like that? Or And, and I tell them, like, apply like I did. Right. Go on it. But be ready. But but how do you stand out from the 300 applications? Mm -hmm. box, yeah, right? it's probably flooded. Um, you know, I am now on my second visit at Rutgers University in New Jersey. Um, I graduated from Rutgers University in 2002. Uh, with my bachelor's in information technology and informatics. Okay. Um, I got my MBA from NJIT in technology management. Um, I'm back at Rutgers doing my certificate on horticulture therapy. Now, why is that so important? Because I want to make sure that along with the all the other elements that I have to what I, I can provide, make myself marketable in the cannabis industry, I have... The school. Now, I'm right. not going back to get another bachelor's. <laughs> I, I got time for that. You know? yeah. and I, don't have, I, don't, I literally don't have time for it. I almost sometimes wish I did, but I don't. But what I did was is I went and I found a certificate program that's comparable to what I'm doing and will allow me to exceed right. you know, right. just cannabis, like create my own niche. Um, horticulture therapy is uh, what I'm studying right now. I'm at the end of my program, I've done over 500 hours of clinical uh, and it is a clinical therapy, and I'll explain that. But I've done 500 hours of clinical at the East Orange VA Hospital, um, working with uh, spinal cord patients, working with wow. health patients, working with um, substance abuse patients. And I feel like the biggest benefactor of all this experience has been me. Like, because I'm not only just helping vets. I mean, that was a total coincidence. I got the internship through Rutgers that they mm -hmm. worked with the VA. Is because I'm a veteran. I can connect with these people. They come from the urban setting around Newark and right. the Newark and East Orange area. And for all walks of lives and just connect with them. I was talking to my coworker today, man. They're like, man, they miss you. And I know they miss me because I'm about to get teary-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I go to the VA. I go, I'm a patient there. Like, so yeah. I go there. You know, the VA is doing better than they were 20 years ago, thank God. And, um, you know, I go there and I get whatever. If I need cold medicine, I go to VA. But I see some of the people that have been in my groups. It's like, yo. Hey, yeah, that's love, man. That's and, love. And I've seen these people, you know, um, I, I've seen what their alternatives could have been. Right. You mm -hmm. know, in life. And I can't go too deep. You know, HIPAA, right? Mm -hmm. right. Medical privacy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, I see what the alternatives could have been for some of them. 
and that they participate. It made me feel good, and it and it, it put me in a great place when I was long life, and helping my mom. It gave me perspective, and mm-hmm. I'm telling her, I say, like, "Mom, yeah. it's like you know, you think your situation is bad, but nah, of I, course, yeah, know, you know, there's always somebody. There's worse. always somebody that's worse. You know, than so, you. Yep. Yeah, that that and and that that's like I didn't wasn't even asking for all that. I just want to go how to grow weed, right? right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, I I got into the program. Um, Thirty nine credits later. Um, I will be certified nationally so that I can be an adjunctive therapy to say a physical therapist or okay. a behavioralist. Okay. And I can bill and then I can do business. Wow. So how I will merge that with marijuana, you know, I'm, I'm studying terpenology, terpenes and terpene profiles. Right. Learning about that next. Um, I think my message is, yo, create people who want to get into marijuana. You got to create your own niche. Yeah. You got to build that shit yourself. Like, you know, um, there's so many ancillary businesses to marijuana. You don't have to, you know, everybody's not going to get to work at a dispensary. Everybody's not going to get to sell weed legally. Right. Or everybody's not going to get to sell edible. It's going to get old. It's getting old already. The next market is CBD, bro. Yeah. The, the the medical the marijuana plant has over a hundred and fifty uh, cannabinoid compounds that they haven't that ninety percent they haven't even explored yet, mm-hmm. and it's gonna change medicine. You know, if the pharmaceutical companies let us, or if they don't do it for us. But the pharmaceutical and they already got their they, hands on it. Pharmaceutical, I feel, yeah. is they're not trying to. They're trying to combat marijuana. I feel because. I think the the money that they make off of like the the pills, you know, the shit that gets people addicted. I mean, I I, I really wouldn't say weed is addictive, but I mean, compared to like like opioids or you know oxycontins or the fucking Adderalls, even like you know what I'm saying. I'm convinced that they have a cure for cancer already. They just haven't. Oh, without uh, a doubt, bro. They I, just haven't I, released without it. Without a doubt, because like, I've been feeling that way for years. Yeah, because yeah. of because of the I mean, the weed is a cure. Right. I, I mean, all those cannabis are, oil. All those things are realistic, and I I don't think that I don't think that the pharmaceutical industry is so naive that they know they're going to just destroy cannabis. I think at one time maybe it was a good effort. Uh, I think that. At best, they would, you know, I'm thinking from, like, a business perspective, I think they would maybe just try to slow it down just enough to, and what I see them doing is deconstructing the compounds of marijuana and patenting them for their own use. Like, cannabidol is something that they they were clever enough to take the TAC out of marijuana, synthesize it, and schedule that as a Schedule II drug and allow, it's already on the market. Wow, it's already done. It's already done. So, it, it, like we talk about this big train that's coming. We're is we're already under the train. Yeah, you know, it's like how do you just dig yourself out under the tracks, right? What do you think but, is the but, biggest, but, uh, I guess, adversary or issue that it, you got that you experience you or your or your partners when it comes to trying to become established in the industry? I mean, bottom line, it takes money. Yeah, yeah. It takes an imagine, unimaginable amount of money, and not just that, but uh, I want to say political heft and resources, connecting with people, um, building relationships, and, and and what I've learned just in business in general, making those relationships 
genuine as possible because when you're when you're doing a venture like that you know the outcome or the longevity of it you know even we the were, risks I've been associated at this too now over the last three years and I've gone through so many twists and turns you know working with the unexpected like right now New Jersey uh the medical marijuana applications are um, on hold um, because of a lawsuit that, you know, right. it, it was unforeseeable, but it happened. And now, you know, people's monies and, and things are on hold. Um, before that, we're trying to pass recreational, which is a whole nother animal. Do you know more about this lawsuit? What no, does it I don't, pertain to? I don't know nothing, bro, about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, bro. I'm like, hold on, this is news to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do y'all like No, yeah. that's totally out of my yeah. lane. But, but, you know, but um, I, I really don't. And it, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with me. I know that. I mean, right. I'm just a little guy. Right. I mean, I am a, a intellectual asset, and I'm lucky to be sit, sat, sit, sit around the table. You know, if I were to never get a dispensary or... Um, or get to be associated with a dispensary, um, d- just the possibility of it all, just what I've already experienced, I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have enough intellectual property on just what I've learned in, in this short career, what I've learned, taught myself. I could create, recreate something on my own. Yeah, you know, it does, but it doesn't have to be that. You know, there's so much stuff out there. You know, I tell people, hey, if you like to do music there's music that's oriented around cannabis like you don't have to like go far right um, where's khalifa you know right you like to do hair girl like get you some the good hemp cbd hair like and relaxer and Damn. throw it in, it's throw literally it in, in everything yeah throw it now, in your customer's hair like you find your own niche or what you already know how to do and apply it to the business if that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do. Speaking you know? of finding your own niche and applying it to the business, I mean, this is all the extensive research that you've done, the the market analysis even led you to find even your own niche within your niche with weed lips. Ah, weed lips. Yeah, bro. Let's let's talk. Yeah, let's about talk about. It, let's talk. You know let's talk funny, about yeah. the weed list. Come on, yo. <laughs> Tat sponsored by Weed List, baby. Come oh, on, let's. Yeah. So, what led you to start this Weed Lips, bro? Like, I'm 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 looking at this now. I happened like just stumbled upon you in the hallway, and you had a whole box of these. I was just moving my stuff to storage, right? Yo, <laughs> your storage yeah, yeah, yeah. straight up smell like peppermint. Smell peppermint. Like peppermint. <laughs> yo, like he opened the door. I'm like. Bro, you got yeah. candles in it or something? He's like, I think I should get a yo. credit because of the whole storage upstairs now. It smells fly like as hell. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably like, yeah, yo. You doing a salad? Yeah. Yo, yo, we can't mention the, the, the super's Style, name. Yeah. And she's probably don't like, don't do it, don't do it, no, no, no don't do it, don't do it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, don't do it. Wildin'. Nah, bro, let's talk about this weed lives, brother. Let, uh, what what led you to start this, man? Yo, so, SPF fifty yeah, mint flavor. Man. Yeah, weed lives, man. It's Weed Lips is now eight years old, bro. And um, I would sit, I never get, I was at a restaurant with some friends and uh, we was joining on each other, cracking on each other. It was like, I, yo, it was like, yo, my friend was like, yo, you need, you, you got Weed Lips. And I was like, yo, you need Weed Lips lip balm. I was like, Weed Lips lip balm. I like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Light bulb above the head. Yeah. So, um, and this is eight years ago. Yeah, man. So, um, 
God at the time, damn. I was working for a uh, personal home health good hygiene company um, at the time. Yeah, a big one. <laughs> a big player. Don't want to say no names. Don't want to say no names, man, right? But uh, got to travel the country with them, and I met some salespeople. And just, you know, you have this, like, car- I think we all have a creative side, and we all thought of some just ridiculous. Ridiculous shit, right? <laughs> you were like, yo, like, like one day, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm good for breaking my weed up, right? Now, I'm a marijuana patient, a medical marijuana patient in New Jer- state of New Jersey, so I, I could legally smoke weed, just a disclaimer, right? Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, gotcha. So, yo, I break my shit up on my phone, and I'm like, yo, what if my phone was a scale? Like, the Apple phone needs a scale on it, right? Like, just put your weed on it, and just, that'd be hot, right? Yeah. <laughs> That'll be like the iPhone 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> bro, wait on it, yo. The iPhone wait 20 it, probably right? coming like They'll next Thursday, like bro. They be skipping these shits in, lately, man. But yeah, so, I mean, I I think when I first thought of Wheat Lips, Lip Balm, I think the idea was just that ridiculous to me. But When did you get, yeah, what what got you to the point to just go over that and just yeah, like fully commit so to I, it? I was kicking it with a, a sales manager and... Um, and uh, one of the offices that I was setting up his technology out in Chicago one day, and um, he just put the bug in my ear. You know, he was explaining to me the supply chain process, just the manufacturing process of the products that he was pushing out for my company on, on a global scale. Right. And um, and he simplified it for me. I was like, ah, a light bulb went off. So, you know, I then, you know, I went and I... Um, Employed a manufacturing company. It's not cheap, you know. You got to go in the lab with that, you know, and and you manufacture a, a formula you know, that that suits you, and you run with it, you know. Okay. It was, the just creative process was exciting. It was like my baby. I like yeah. that. And, and and I ran around and and I learned just the process of bringing it to market and it and then going door to door, you know. And and, and people around you will have all kinds of ideas for your idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Of course. Like, oh, yo, yo, you, you should, yo, you should do that, yo. Yo, 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 you should put that in my aunt's store, you know, like whatever. And I appreciate that love. And I did some of that. Like I literally went around Manhattan and I went to all the little uh, smoke shops. Yo, in a convenience in, store. In the village, yeah, yo, I know, no. down on 7th Avenue. My man And you're like, yo, and like, and you show the shit to the dude at the counter, right? And he's like, yo, I like this. It's very nice. And you know, you let him put that shit on his lips. He's like, oh. And then he's like, oh, it says weed. Oh, I can't have that here. <laughs> you know, that was eight years ago. And that was the real conversation. It was like, I can't have that here. That's one reason why. Um, it hasn't hit big retail yet. I think we're getting over that hump now, but you got to be careful because there's a Schedule 1 drug. You got to understand the three letters yeah. that are not, you know, a friend to marijuana is ATF, right? Alcohol to buy tobacco firearms commission, right? Yeah. Those guys, you know, they could clear the entire shelf off of Bodega for having weed lips on it, you know, on its shelf because it says weed. Right. Now, does it have weed in it? Well, after they test the shit for two or three weeks. It got yanked, yanked off the Amazon once. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah they, it got oh, you got this and on I've Amazon. Worked for, I've worked yeah. for Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yo, you plug, plug, right? Weed lips, lip balm. Yo, know? make sure you get that shit. It's on Amazon. Just look up weed lips, weed space but look, lips. I got to send inventory. Lips. Look, what's today? Uh, Give it, what's today? The, the 15th. Get, no, give it to Mark. What? February 20th. We just sold out. I had to send a new shipment. 
Yeah, we sold out. You yeah. sold. Oh, yeah, I, sold out, I, 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 I like that. So I got to send a new shipment. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. sold out. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can find We Lips. Go to WeLips.com. Always hit me up at info at WeLips.com. <laughs> Yo, that means we got the uh, last yeah, one. It's a great lip balm, but bigger than that, it, it, We Lips is a brand, man. And I want to take it to the next level because all my experience and it's what God I asked God for when I was on my mom's air mattress six years ago, you know, five years ago figure out my next move and, and that is I've already created a brand that is more than just lip balm We Lips is about social justice is about um, marijuana education and content um, it, it's it's a movement and, um, and I want it to be about the people you know I want to offer other products that are good good for us things that are good for us not I don't want to do it just for the sake of you know doing it you know it hasn't made me rich yet, but you know, right. if if you follow the passion, the money will come, right? Um, side note, have you thought about going to Colorado with it? I've been out to Colorado. Yeah, with yeah. the with the TSA had a ball with me coming back. Yeah. <laughs> First time I ever got strip searched. Oh wow, really? And I, I expected it because and it was so it's funny. I mean in Colorado, I have an interesting relationship with Colorado. Shout out to my cousin Shirley. Out in Colorado and Shirley, what it do? And her husband Jason. I won't. Say I've no been out to Colorado. Colorado was a lot Jason of fun for the government. But um, <laughs> but my cousins are out in Colorado and they're sweet people and they're going to listen to this and laugh because I remember when I came out came up with Weed Lips. Now now Shirley and Jason, um, they're my elder cousins and they're very conservative people, beautiful people, very conservative people. And and my cousin, she's by way of Newark, but she had been out in Colorado for years and. When I came out with Wee Lips, and I never got a call there because I would go fly out there and visit either for business or just, you know, every other year I went out to visit her. I said, cuz, I said, man, I said, you should get in the marijuana business. It's coming. And I got this lip balm. And she said, boy, you're crazy. <laughs> she said, you're so crazy, right? And I would go out there and I would go out to uh, Copper Mountain and Vail with them and spend time out with them. And I bought a case of Wee Lips one year. And, um, because I took it door to door, get the vibe, right. get the shop. And another thing I learned is supply chain. Um, store owners weren't interested in talking to me, not because it wasn't a great idea, but they're used to buying from distributors. So okay. what I'm really chasing is a distributor deal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I'm still... Because they'll buy anything from the distributor because right. they believe they in a distributor. Exactly. Right, right. But but these are the things you learn along the way of setting up. Just make sure you set up your studio and your business, right? Like, you learn by intrepidation, right? That's what makes you great, right? Mm-hmm. And some, some, some really fucked up shit that you went through that maybe the next guy did is going to make you greater. That's a fact. Because right. you went through... Like, I, I, I am literally right now in business going some really fucked up shit that I don't think any, I have told some of my professional friends what I've gone through and, and then some of it was my own my, I, I, I did it to myself and right. my naivete but I learned like ooh I'm a shark now yeah. like I'm a shark now <laughs> and I, I but that's went, what makes went, you progress I went to one of my lawyer lawyer accountant friends and uh, cause I told my lawyer and my accountant and, and, and they were like whoa <laughs> like nothing horrible but like you know, just I difficult shit. Yeah, right. You know, and, and, and it's not bad. I, I, I'll be okay. Yeah, it's not. I, I, nobody killed me. Right. You know, but you learn mm-hmm. and you're better for it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm grateful for that. You know, I'm grateful for that experience. Right. Now, you know, and, and continue to do other ventures as it pertains to to marijuana. You had also said you wanted to start a strain. Oh, that's so long term, bro. All right, all right, but let's yeah, talk about so getting into strains. Like, bro, I mean, give me. 
top oh. three strains you've had? My top three strains? Oh, okay. Um, mimosa, my, my, mimosa, no, no, mimosa. No, no, no. Nah, nah, not even. Um, my favorite strain is Jack Her- Herrera. Jack Herrera, okay. Jack Herrera mm-hmm. is my number one. Um, I've had Space Candy. Is memorable. I go by what's memorable. I don't okay. want to say best yeah. because you, if, if, if there's a certain entourage effect that you experience, yeah, yeah, and it's like whoa, right? It's like it's like sex, right? Like you right. don't want to compare like your wife to your ex, right? <laughs> like they're two different experiences, right? right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. whatever, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope your ex not listening to. <laughs> but but I'm just saying, right? Like you. It's it's so independent. So I I just have some that are memorable. If I remember it, I'm like yo, because there's so much stuff out there. It's just ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's necessary. But I, you know, I can't wait to see. Th- there's gonna be. We're just at the tip of the iceberg with cannabis. I mean, you know, nationally, you know what's gonna happen once it it gets deregulated and it gets um, legalized nationally. It's going to open up money. It's going to open up money markets. It's going to be a lot of money. Okay. Um, we, we talked a little bit about reparations, right? You're, you're Wait, seeing, you're, let's, let's get a rewind. We just had Jack Herrera, though. I need two more Oh, strings, the strains, the strains. Hold up, hold I'll give them to you as I go along. I'm still thinking. This we said, I said Space Candy. That's <laughs> oh, Space Candy. That's Space Candy. One more yeah, by yeah. the end. I'll I, think I, about I, it, right? Reparations. When I was in Colorado, I had this strain called Angel OG. Yeah. And it was like whatever dispensary it was, is top THC, highest yeah. THC level. Bro, hold up. I got and you're coming from. The thing about THC, and though. you're like, coming. So, let, but this is the thing about THC, though, right? Like, you could have like a 30% THC. But the truth is, like, based on how much your body can absorb at once, you could just be That's like. That's a fact. There's something. Yeah, because I, I had smoked that at the end of the trip. Yeah. And by then, my body had built. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was me. <laughs> that was me in Colorado. So I, I don't smoke. I don't smoke. But when I made it to Colorado, when I went out to Colorado, I made it. You know, I have to do that while I'm here. I have to experience it. I don't smoke like that at all. When I'm when I'm home, it's yeah. So when I was out there, I was like, I have to. Yeah, I got yeah, pretty fucked up. Yeah, yeah. So by the end of the weekend, yeah. it was like a four day weekend. I had smoked the Angel OG, and it yeah. really didn't. Do anything. It was like thirty percent THC. Right. It really didn't do much for me. I feel like because I had smoked so much gotcha. before that, but it was an experience out there. I had to do it. Once I, I'm like, I'm in Colorado. It's yeah. one of the very few states that is legal. I got to do it. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah, but um, if you want to talk a bit about the, I just wanted to leave with this. I don't, I don't know how much time we got. We got about like another like ten, fifteen. Yeah. Um, you know. What we see, what we're going through is prohibition, right? Right. All over again. Right. It's fun, you know. My mom's, you know. I said I'm from Piscataway by way of Plainfield, by way of Newark. Yeah. By way of Harlem is in my heart, but then my mom's from Alabama. Yeah. Uh. So my mom grew up in Alabama during like the early like 1900s, and my grandfather. So early prohibition. Do, do you want to talk about prohibition? I'm talking about alcohol. Yeah, that's like yeah, real prohibition, about, like, right? You can still go down south and like you got dry counties, right? Right. Like, it just gets nuts. Like I gotta go where to get liquor? Like it don't make no sense. Good but, God! So we're we're seeing this happen with marijuana, you know, and the laws and the change. You talk about expungement, right? We talked about what happens to the people that have already been locked. I got tons of friends, man. That you know and. And it's not it's not always about race, but it's also about opportunity levels. Like there's some strong pockets of poverty, and like where people don't have access to an attorney, 
but people don't have access to a resource to give them legal advice to get out of something or how to get an expungement. Young people, you know, right here in the city of Newark, I have young people in my family, you know, that have been impacted by marijuana, you know, or getting caught with a dime bag on you. You know, it, it, it's, it's crazy. And to think that now I process about a pound of marijuana a day at work, you know. You cut a pound a day? A pound a day, bro. You know, so... so Yo, what's been your... Time out. I don't mean to sidebar this, bro, but yeah. what's been the most you've cut your, your most on your most you efficient know, I, day? I don't, I don't go into the... I mean, a pound is about what my body will allow me to do. Okay. I mean, that's a good trimmer, right? You want to trim weed? What's the average? And the, the average, tr- the average pound. Oh, no, I, I got the I, average trimmer. Would what? What do they? I got what's like a quota. Do they have like a quota for you guys? They want about a pound, more or less. Okay. You know, um, I have some. More I don't know. Some, for some reason, like to me. So you do all that by hand? Some of the yeah yeah. yeah so you just cut everything like a pound. Yeah. So, yeah, so yeah. your hands get so, tired so, yeah. after that shit. You want your marijuana boutique? You want to take away from all that that leaf, right? Oh, so you get a good. Clean butt. Right. right. Somebody's got to do that. You you want to put your shit in an auto trimmer, your top buds? I yeah, no. You say, I, mean, I don't think so. I, I mean, you, know, you lose out on a lot of that. You lose out on a lot, right? If you got somebody growing Reggie out yeah, in the field somewhere nah. in big volume, then yeah. They might auto trim it. You've seen a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we don't do that. So we trim it by hand, and um, no, we, we got some young. Yeah, I gotta we say, we got some young ladies that I work with, believe it or not. Some young ladies, they fast with their hands, you know. Um, you got you got you got numbers. You got some numbers for me. Say now I've got. Yeah, man. But um, I think all, all what I was getting at is as we see the laws change, we're going through prohibition. Um, it's coming. Everybody's looking at it from the top, but it's coming from the bottom up. Mm-hmm. Right, and, it, and it's happening local local governments first. Right, some we've already seen in New Jersey. Some townships have already come out and said, "Hey." We're not. We don't want marijuana in our recreation or medical in our township, or either or. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's fine. And and then you'll have pockets of support, pockets that are smart enough to know that it will embolden their economy. Right, really smart. And then that that foam is just going to rise as we continue. I mean, already, you know, we see state, states changing their laws. Right. Well, look at Colorado. Look how much right. money they made in right. in just tax alone. And even now, there's a county in Illinois. I would. I, I wish I pulled it up earlier. There's a county in Illinois that's already setting aside because they tax the marijuana so heavily. They're already setting aside money for a re- reparations fund. Right. Now, what are they going to do with that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Keep it to their damn Right, yeah. Reparations. Also reparations. Allegedly reparations. Like, wait a minute. You know, I, I, I wish there were more brown people where I worked. Right. You know, and I, I don't think I've been shy about that where I work. Um, I think that opportunity, and, and it starts at school. So back at Rutgers, I'm the. Why am I the only out of? Uh, I'm not even talking about horticulture class. I'm mm-hmm. the only. I'm the black guy in my horticulture classes. So right. Clear. The token. Yeah. Right. Not even the token, Yo, man. I'm the back smoking. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Bro, we take a lot of nature walks in horticulture. Right? <laughs> professor might catch a whiff. No. Um, but um, in seriousness, like, forget that. I have to take psychology along with this. Remember, I'm doing a clinical right, right. science. So it's not just, there's a psychological aspect that I've taken, like, you know, three or four course, psych courses yeah. in this in this program. And, you know, you look around, 150 students in a room, 
I'm the only dude of color. But it was that way back in 2002 when I, mm-hmm. got, when I was at Rutgers. So it's nothing new under the sun. And I think that part of that is education and creating that catchment for the baseball you, yeah. when it's thrown at you. Right. Okay. How are you ready, you know, supporting, you know, young people of color, get them interested in agriculture science. I'm sure, you know, I, you know, my friends down in North Carolina, A&T, they all Aggie pride. You got a slew of people down in, in the South that have grown up in agriculture. But even we hear RV stories of minority Bro, farmers. Bro, let me know. I got a couple people out, out in Queens you know. that would definitely benefit <laughs> out of these horticulture classes. <laughs> Bro, I got a couple heads. But they're out there already. They're there. Out in Plainfield also. State started the first bachelor's program for marijuana. Just, oh, well. Oh, yeah. It was announced like a day. It's on my Facebook, man. Yeah. It's, it's Damn, happening Damn, I did not see that. Uh, there's, there's, That's crazy. There's marijuana Yo, courses real. at Rutgers. There's cannabis court. There's medicinal flower. Yeah, I've seen that. I saw right. that uh, Raritan Valley yeah. also is also uh, Raritan Valley Community Raritan College Valley is also taken. Yeah, yeah. yeah. County College because there's so much. There's so it's much there, that like, is involved with it. Because not only is it absolutely you, there's medicine in it. Chain, there's yeah everything. It's business. Yeah. Manufacturing. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. so much behind yeah. it that you can learn yeah, from exactly, just one class. Bro. Yeah. And that's why I learned working at a dispensary, bro. I mean, there's so much. To learn, like I learn something new every day. Just I can the sanitization that. of it all. Yeah, you know, keeping it clean. You know what mold will do to a crop? You know that would be my biggest nightmare. Right. Hell, I would cry if my own personal plant caught mold. Right. Can you imagine having a multi-million-dollar crop go bad just just from Yo, mold bro. growing you know on everything. Yeah. You know what it is. You don't even chance about it. So, you throw so everything away. Out. Yeah, <laughs> everything. The employees, like, yeah. <laughs> you laugh. Yeah, I no. I've seen it happen. So, you know, it's like, oh, we got more. Okay, half of y'all leave, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it's just that serious. So, IPM is called integrated pest management, you know, fungus. Um, plants catch disease just as people do. You, catch, you get a cut and it gets all pussy, you know. Mess around some nasty chicks or dudes or whatever. <laughs> that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> Plants can catch the same shit in their own world. You it's know? Yeah, that's they crazy. Have diseases. You yeah. Know? I don't know if they catch STDs, Man, but fucking, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> serious, you know. And, and you learn that. And and the biggest the biggest gift of it all for me has been. The more you learn about plants, the more you learn about people, because we're the same. Right. We have this symbiotic relationship with the nature, with the earth, the soil, the soil and the roots. They talk to each other. The plants, a tree that's planted on one side will talk to a tree on the other side of the forest. You pull that motherfucker up, you wonder why the other one on the other side dies. Mm. Like they're all connected, mm-hmm. and so are we. Da da. Right, that's the universe. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. That's the universe. Yeah. So, yeah. Everything is vibrations. Yeah, man. I like that, man. So, what do you think is uh, going to be the the next step for you? Uh, I mean, with all the multiple ventures, and you you kind of have to take it on a it's a lengthier process with the the applications that you're working on. What's your current next step for you right now? Oh well, right now, I mean, it's honestly, um, and my girlfriend's kicking me hard. Like we lips, it's time to take that definitely to the next level. But it, it it's taking this time to define what it meant to me. Um, you know, people would ask me like, okay, you made a lip balm, and so what? You know, and I appreciate the, those questions because that would challenge me. I'm like, what you mean, and so what? Your lips don't get dry. But it turns out cold times out here. It took eight years for a good market test and hundreds of customers on Amazon to give me good feedback. Right. And the SPF is for the SPF is so it's year round. So it's a year round. SPF is more for sunblock, right? So SPF fifteen 
is a is it doesn't a have to be just a summer for sunblock. For, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying because he was saying to me before off camera that you use most of the time yeah, you yeah. use but, lip balm in the winter yeah. time because your lips get dry. But this way, this yeah, you can well, use it in the summer. Cells just slows down a little in the summertime. Hey, buy my lip balm during the summer, please. But get it popping. The yeah. truth is, people just in the hot July summer, like, nobody's cells really, just go down. Yeah, just, nobody's yeah, really using. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, people going back to school in September and lips and then it picks back up. Yeah, I start getting orders. And right now, so right now is the so point. Now, we baby, we sold out. Let, let it be known. And, you know, all yeah. kinds Mind of them. apothecary, as they call it. But more than that, I want it to be a vehicle for um, for media. Um, yeah, we're we're come, we're going to launch a blog. Okay. And, and I'll be I I've, I've written so much stuff. Um, I've written a lot. I've done <laughs> a lot of writing. Um, I had the pleasure of. Uh, of hearing Maya Angelou speak before she passed away years ago. Damn. Wow. Oh, that's that's said, awesome. You know, like write every day. Dude, you know, that's transcendent. Write, write yeah. something every day. And, and I didn't write every day, but I, I I look back and since I got that advice 20-something years ago, I've, I'm like, damn, I wrote a lot. And some things about cannabis-related articles, um, I've interviewed the likes of uh, Ed Fortune, mm-hmm. New Jersey weed man. I don't know if you okay. heard about that brother. But his uh, intrepidations with the law, and he amazingly... Uh, defended himself in court and won and beat the county court. Like, he, the guy is like, phenomenal. what's his name again? Ed Fortune, Ed New Fortune? Jersey weed man. He's out of Trenton, man. Shout out to him up, Ed. If he's listening, I'll send you a, a link to this. Ed, hey. you ain't heard from me in a long time. That part. I'm out the military now. Hey, what's up? <laughs> fun, fun. Let's yeah, smoke, That's what smoke, smoke. Yeah, I was in the military. Um, when I interviewed Ed, and I was, I think I, I, I know I was very reserved. Um, at the time in my re- interaction, yeah, absolutely, I was mm-hmm. an officer in the military. You had to be. Um, I couldn't just be out here promoting cannabis like that. Yeah, Even weed lips. It's funny. Um, I came up with it probably about four years before I can't got out. One of my soldiers got in my car one day and picked it up. It's like, what's this, sir? <laughs> like, then I had to explain it why I had this lip balm. Yeah, it was pretty cool actually. That's what's um, up. So I, I hope I've inspired some people in the in the National Guard wherever they are to follow their dreams when they get out. <laughs> bro, even not even just on that yeah, front, bro. Man. Even like anybody who's going to be listening to this, yeah. I, I hope that they they get insight, dude. Again, you yeah. you had such a a wide breadth of experience in a multitude of walks, you know. Yeah. And it's just the way that it either ties in together or like somehow as to what you're doing now, just the experience or the interactions, the network that you've you've had with some of these people, dude, it's just, it's amazing. Again, to, to get you to where you're at now, right. especially after struggling, you know, you, you spent so much time. I know how it is for, for people in the military, my sister and my brother-in-law themselves, you know, they, my sister was in the air force. My brother-in-law was in the army, uh, transitioning to civilian life, dude, sometimes isn't the easiest, nope. you know? And yeah. especially if you do 21 years in, I'm and sure some people can't some do shit. it. Some exactly. Yeah. Some people, yeah. Exactly. Um, and sometimes I, I hate to be that. I mean, the military has been great. I don't want to downplay it, but sometimes it's kind of like leaving, getting out of jail. One, it can be that way. Um, at times it's like getting out of a bubble. You, while we were sitting here with one of my army buddies called me and I had talked to him in years and, then, and I teased some of them and say like, sometimes it's like once you left the church like the members stopped calling you yeah. right <laughs> right. it's like so I'm like man, I'm, I, you know but yeah. for the most part nah I, I mean I got more than not I built a lot of good friendships man you met my friend Phil. Yo, Phil, Phil me is. Me and Phil was not yo, back together. We, yeah, Shout we out to get Phil, Phil G. Yeah, Phil, Phil is G. a homie. We're going to get Phil here too, yeah, bro. Yeah, we'll talk to yeah, Phil G. Yeah, oh, dude. Phil OG, Yeah, baby. man. Yeah, yeah. Phil is and, a homie. And Phil is, I will say this, Phil, and, and I know it piqued your interest, Phil is, um, 
He's an instructor in the uh, correction um, world, the world of <laughs> corrections Yo, and, and incarceration. He's a teacher in a prison. <laughs> yeah. uh, he a teacher in a prison. So, so he, he hard. He, 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 you just went red, man. <laughs> you gonna pay for that? No, Phil, yo, all for Phil, bro. But uh, yeah, he um, he could probably give you some insight on you know, and, and I've had I've had opportunity through my nonprofit work to actually instruct in a juvenile facility. Oh in yeah, New Jersey. Wow. Yeah, man, that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun because these kids are. They're bright, they're people, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they just need some inspiration, some of them. I like that. And I never hear we asked one. We said, this girl, he said, what would you, your best invention be? What would you want to invent if you can invent something? And I never forget this young lady got up and she was straight serious, man. She had on her brown khakis. She said, I want to invent a blunt that never goes out. <laughs> I dropped the mic. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> she's my hero, wherever she is. <laughs> I hope she's out. I hope you got out. I hope you made that blood. Or held in Kumar, the smokeless <laughs> bong. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, Damn, that's crazy. Yo, brother, one more time. Shout out everybody where they can find you at. Yo, um, man. My name is Lion. You can hit me up at info at weelips.com. Um, check me out on Amazon. Uh, got our product out there. And look forward to... Uh, just send me an email, and uh, we'll add you. We'll add you to our mailing. Do you have any uh, Instagram, Facebook, yeah, anything like that absolutely. we can follow you? Instagram, Facebook, we're out there. Twitter land. Absolutely. Where can we find you at? Where can we find you? Instagram handle? Yeah, Wheat Lips. Oh, just we live. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> I, right. I owned that early, bro. Yeah, yeah. Damn, I bought, yeah. yeah. Let me give you a follow real quick. About a second early. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like that. Yeah. Yo, Wheat my lips. brother L. Dude, I appreciate right, you, brother. brother. You know Thank what it you. is, man. Thank you for pulling up, Thank man. Thank you, sir. I right, appreciate you pulling gonna, up. I'm, I want you to come back. I want you to come back again with uh with with our boy Phil. I know that's yeah. a, I know the dynamic you two have, and yeah. the you guys go way back because you yeah. guys actually went into training together. Yeah, and also yeah. We were even yeah. stationed. We went to right office together. school yeah. together. Went to Iraq. Is this the one right here? Yeah, that's that's that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's my lip balm. That's, that's fresh. <laughs> yeah, that's now you. We got. Did you did you know Jerome Gonzalez? Do you know this guy? Uh, did. Nah, okay, no, okay. Uh, no, because he followed. He followed. Get through us. Get through us. Nah, I used to do mud runs with him. That's why. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He likes my lip balm. He probably buys yeah. it, bro. God bless him. Real shit. Yeah. All I mean, and, and, and shout out to to my business partner, partner Joseph Adams. He's out in Chicago. Um, he's holding it down out there, and he supports. He's a big We Lips uh, supporter out there. He's gotten it in the hands. I think Wiz Khalifa, you see him on Instagram. Damn, Jada Kiss. Yeah, Jada we got oh, Ty Dolla Sign hey, on here, bro. Yeah, shout out to shout out to who else uh, we got? G Ski out bro, in Chicago. Hold on. Why, why can't you get your cousin Blueface on this, bro? Blueface, baby. Yeah, Damn, I. Damn, bro. <laughs> really, bro? Yeah, I had to drop that one one time, That's bro. Really fucked up. Bro. <laughs> we had to, I had to drop that one time. Yeah, yeah. He's, but, he's a distant relative. Of that's crazy, bro. I hope to meet the young man one day. Least, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your cousin, your cousin. Um, when was the last time you looked? Nah, well, fine. Well, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, that's I don't know. that's yeah, family, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah bro, we, yeah. we definitely gonna keep up. We got a little yeah. THC We Lives partnership going on, man. I I definitely want to keep more. Uh, more tabs on the development of Weed Lips because I mean, again, I'm already astonished where it's at, and I mean, every time I walk, I used to walk by the storage room on the second floor, bro. It was, <laughs> it was yeah, bro, it was <laughs> fresh air, my yeah, G, man. real talk. So again, bro, I appreciate real you essential me. oils, man. Yeah, no, Jojoba I'm telling you, oil, vitamin E, it's got hemp oil. Dude, honestly, yeah, it's, it's one of the stuff, man. it's one of those uh, chapsticks, bro, that I don't find irritating or that 
comes off very yeah, soon yeah, where you're constantly yeah, reapplying yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. I, i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of it i got my brother my girl on it uh, yo i'm tell my homies on it yeah my i'm G about to now. introduce this yeah. to my brother as soon as i get home nice thank you so, i appreciate the support nah, yeah, i appreciate no you doubt. man yeah, so make dope. sure you guys cop that weed lips when it comes back it's currently sold out on amazon until february 20th make sure you be on a lookout for that we're gonna post some stuff about it too my dog lion yo appreciate you for pulling up like, you already know what it is. It's the <laughs> oh, it's Panther, the Dominican Clark Kent, the unidentified Hispanic male, a.k.a. Young T, Young, young Tarzan. T, bro, Young Tarzan in the mix. Mm-hmm. Swole, don't call me Kirk. I even know, I know, I know my man's tag on, before he knows. Appreciate you. No doubt. All right, you know what it is, man. It's your boy Zig, a.k.a. Zigbar, a.k.a. Zig Newton, a.k.a. Z Rabbit. You feel me? And we over here at the Icebox Studios. I see. You want you want to give a little shout out? Yeah, it's Rich Icy, the winner, baby. V1 on the way. Act right out right now. Uh, 3 a.m. out right now. All of that. We lips. THC episode 420. I mean 48. And yeah, we here. We here with it. Thank you, Lion. Yo, let's go with it. THC. We out. We out, you.